Did you know that the average school day has 480 minutes? That is 480 minutes that teachers are actively making a huge impact on the lives of kids. I know that there are 365 days in a year, but I think sometimes we lose sight of number of days in a school year, number of days in a year, number of minutes in a school day. But do you know how they add up? One minute plus one minute plus one minute plus one minute. We, if we take one minute at a time, we can see how that impact accumulates into something huge. And that's what I realized when I signed up to run a half marathon in 2022. I had done a full marathon in my 20s, but I wanted to get back into running and I decided, okay, let's do a half. Well, half marathon is 20,000 steps. And if I had decided on day one, oh yeah, 20,000 steps, no problem, I would have failed miserably. But in our lives, personally and professionally, it is those small moments, it's those small minutes, it's those small steps that accumulate into something awesome. And sometimes what we need as humans, especially as educators, are those simple reminders to help us get from minute one to minute two to those 480 minutes in a day, to those 180 days of awesome that we live every single year. So this is a two-part series where I am sharing 13.1 teacher truths that are going to help you have your best year yet. I shared the first seven in last week's episode, and if you haven't listened to that yet, hit pause on this one, go listen to the first seven, and in this episode, I'm going to be dropping 6.1 more ideas, and I have saved the best for last. Whether 2022 has been absolutely incredible for you or just one hot mess that you never saw coming What I want to do is focus on the forward. What can we do to make every minute matter? Sometimes it's just getting those little motivational boosts that will cause us to have our best year yet. And I think this episode and last week's episode will do just that. Teacher friend, I'm genuinely excited that you are here and I want to get into these ideas with you. Let's get started. There is awesome in every single school day. So here is the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education Celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities. Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast this teacher life.
Now, I know that running is not for everybody. I know that not everyone gets excited about it, but I want you to take whatever you are excited about or a goal that you do have, and I want you to apply that to these tips. I am using a running analogy in this, but whether it's running or whether it's rest or whether it's restoration, I want you to be thinking about how can you take these motivational messages and leverage them for your personal growth as we approach a new year. So the first tip that I want to share is it's easier to run with somebody. We don't have to do this life alone. We don't have to do this teacher life alone. During my marathon training, there was one day where I couldn't find somebody to do an eight mile run with me. The previous week I had done a 12 mile run and we had laughed and we had enjoyed it as much as you can in 12 miles of sweaty. And it was a fun time. It went by pretty quickly. And I thought, okay, no big deal. I can't find somebody to run with me for eight miles. But I did 12 last week. This is going to feel so much easier. And you know what I realized? Those were the longest eight miles of my entire training. Running eight miles alone felt so much harder than running 12 miles with somebody by my side. And I think that also applies to our teacher life. We don't have to do this teacher life alone. Yes, it might be our classroom with our students, but we operate as a school. It's not our classroom with our students, it's our school. It's our students. It's our learning community. There are people around every corner. There are people in every single hallway that want to do life with us because it's easier to run and it's easier to teach and it's easier to reach people when we have people doing this journey with us. And if you feel like you're alone in your school, if you feel like you are the only person with a certain belief or a certain wavelength or a certain philosophy, the good news is there are people online. There are other people who listen to this podcast. There are people that you might follow on social media who do get you, who do appreciate you, who do agree with you. Running is easier when we've got people who are trucking along with us and teaching is easier when we are doing it with somebody by our side. The next thing I learned is don't undervalue distraction method. There are things around you all the time that distract you from your purpose. You might see something that the government has released that's going to change the way that the curriculum is going to unfold in your school district. That's a distraction. There might be somebody on the school board who's trying to do something. And you're like, wait, what? That's a distraction. There might be something that you saw on social media, on TikTok, and you thought like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to try that too, or I'm going to have to teach like that too, or I need to act like that too. That's a distraction. Distractions are everywhere. And I learned that during my marathon training. Distractions in the form of 
weather. Like, it's going to be 60 degrees outside. Just kidding. It's 40 degrees. Is that going to distract you? Or is that going to cause you to say, okay, this is hard, but I can keep pushing through. Distractions of, oh my God, my phone died. What am I going to do on this run if I'm not listening to music? Am I going to give up or am I going to distract myself with something else that could be positive? Distractions of things that we don't see coming. That road is closed. The wind is coming at my face at 25 miles per hour. Is that going to distract me and get me off course? There are distractions everywhere. And I think especially in education right now, just because of the political climate, And the cultural climate of the education change that has happened in the past few years. But we have to ask ourselves as teachers, is that going to distract me from my goal to teach and reach students? Was the weather or the wind or the lack of battery power in my phone going to distract me from the fact that I wanted to feel successful when I crossed that finish line of 13.1 miles? Don't let distractions dictate your course of action you are better than that teacher friends the next thing I learned is sometimes we gotta let our body do the work not our breath I don't know about you but when I was a kid having to run the mile during school like the PE mile I would get so worked up for that one mile because I knew I was just going to be out of breath the entire time. I was going to be panting. I was going to (gasps) be like, that is no way to run a mile. But it's also no way to run our life. Do you feel like you are constantly out of breath? That you are constantly out of energy? That you are constantly defeated and deflated in the classroom? Because sometimes when we're running, we feel that way too. But I learned that we got to let our body do the work, not our breath. When we get out of breath, our body starts to fail too. Our bodies are powerful machines. Our bodies are beautiful gifts that if we just let them do the work, they'll do a really good job. Same thing with you as a teacher. You are a really good educator. If you just let your instincts go, if you just let yourself do the work instead of freaking out instead of stressing out instead of waiting for perfection there's no such thing as a perfect lesson plan there's no such thing as a perfect font there's no such thing as a perfect evaluation there's no such thing as a perfect student a perfect parent a perfect principal let yourself do the work don't let some other variable get in the way of doing the hard stuff When I decided that I was just going to control my breath, that I was just going to take it easy, that I was going to not constantly be like, (gasps) I became a better runner. I let my body do the work, not my breath. And sometimes we got to save our breath as teachers. We want to talk about things over and over and over and over again. We want to talk about it. And that's good Don't get me wrong, I'm huge on communications, but we've all heard the figure of speech, actions speak louder than words. 
Your body works harder than your breath. So let it do the work. The next thing that I want to talk about is fuel matters. What we put inside of our body, what we put inside of our mind, our fuel matters. There was one Friday night that I went out to dinner and I had a salad bar. I was like, salad bar, that sounds so good to me. Plus, I thought, you know, you can do pretty low calorie on a salad bar and I can make good choices on a salad bar. So I was like, this sounds wonderful. And I thought, that'll be great. Well, the next morning, I was going to be running nine miles. That was terrible fuel for a nine-mile run. Salad, a salad bar was a terrible fuel for a nine-mile run. Fuel matters. And I say that because I think that applies to our teacher life too. The amount of sleep that we get, it matters. The amount of time that we spend staring at a computer screen late at night matters. How we spend our weekends restoring our bodies and our hearts and our heads prior to the next school week matters. Our fuel matters. Yes, food matters when running. I definitely needed to have like rice or a baked potato or shit like a dinner roll. I should have at least had a dinner roll on the salad bar, but I avoided that. But we have to look at the big picture. What is ahead? What is coming up? What do I need to do in order to get the energy that I need to perform at? What do you have coming up? Probably holiday break. You are probably listening to this as you're approaching holiday break or maybe you're on holiday break or maybe you just got done with holiday break. My question is, did you fuel in the way that is going to propel you forward? How much sleep do you need? Do you need to set a timer on your phone that it shuts down? Do you need to get off the freaking TikToks? Because sometimes I need to get off the TikToks, right? What do you need to do in order to feel like your best self? The next thing I want to talk about is race day energy. When I actually ran the half marathon, one of my very fastest miles of the entire 13.1 miles was my first mile. Rookie mistake, right? A half marathon is about pacing. You can't go and blaze through that first mile because you shoot yourself in the foot for the rest of the miles. Well, I had great race day energy. I was excited. I was nervous. I had the jitters. I felt like I was going to pee my pants for the very first few miles, but I didn't really need to pee my pants. I was just excited because race day energy is real. And eventually that energy does start to fade. You know what this is a great analogy for? Beginning of the school year. August energy is real. I get really excited to start a new school year. Fresh start. New Ticonderoga pencils. New students. Newly waxed floor. Maybe a new principal. All these new things. It gives us energy. It gives us excitement. But maybe by this point in the school year, you're like, it's not exciting anymore. I'm tired. I didn't pace myself. I'm already out of energy. 
So maybe what we have to look at as we approach this next calendar year, this next school year, is how can we pace ourselves knowing that race day energy, August energy, January energy is a real thing. We've got momentum, but how can we pace ourselves so we feel good, we feel strong, we feel restored for all months of the year, even when it gets really hard? Because the last thing that I want to share with you is you, you listening to this, you as a first year teacher, you as a 15 year teacher, you as a soon to be retired teacher, you as a person who has joined this career later on in life, you can do hard things. You can do hard things in the classroom. You can do hard things with your kids. You can do hard things in your learning community. You can do hard things personally, like run a marathon, join a weightlifting class, try a spin bike. You can do hard things when it comes to a reading goal. You can do hard things when it comes to a sleeping goal. You can do hard things. You want to know how I know that? It's because you already are doing hard things and that's not just some sort of like bs overstatement i know that that's true because when you joined this profession when you came into teaching you did a hard thing somebody in your life has said that's a bad choice to be a teacher do you know how much you get paid i couldn't do that kids are a mess Society doesn't value teachers. We've heard all of these things, but you still made the choice to be here. I still made the choice to be here. I know that we can do hard things because we're currently doing hard things. And if you can do hard things today, you can do hard things tomorrow because eventually those hard things get a little less hard. New hard approaches, but then we crush that goal too. I did hard things during my marathon training. Running one mile back in July was hard. But eventually that one mile became two. And that two miles became three. And that three miles became four. And four turned to five. And so on all the way to 13. It was a four-month progress. It was a four-month progression. But by the end, I did hard things. But it wasn't just hard crossing the finish line. It was hard every single step of the way. Until it wasn't anymore. Today, I went out and I ran four miles. And when I was done with it, I literally said, that was easy. That is crazy to me. Like, I can't wrap my head around that because that's not easy. Running four miles isn't easy. But because we eventually get better, because we push ourselves and we do hard things, we get better. You are a better teacher today than you were yesterday. And I know that some of you are like, no, I wasn't. I used to have more energy. No, I wasn't. I used to have more stamina. No, I'm not. I used to have more patience. We freaking compare ourselves to where we were in the past to where we were in the present, but we don't look at the whole big picture. There are too many variables to compare here. You can do hard things because you do hard things every single day. 2022 might not have been what you thought it was going to be, but 2023 can be. 
I want to end with the point one. A half marathon is 13.1 miles. And that final point one is freaking hard. Your legs feel tight. Your lungs feel tired. Your sweat is dripping down your face and it's turned into salt. You feel like you are ready to be done. But there's that point one mile. And I love it. It's part of it's part of the race that's my favorite because it is so hard. So here's the point one tip that I want to share with you. I actually heard this in church when I was like 10 years old and it instantly became one of my most favorite quotes because it caused me to think and it's something that I've never forgotten about. At the end of a church service, I heard somebody say, may the best day of your life be the worst day of your future and when you first hear that you're like oh that's mean but I want to say that again may the best day of your life be the worst day of your future I think that's a perfect close to this because what that's saying is every day can get better Every day can get just a little bit better. Every single day is an opportunity for improvement, is an opportunity for being your best, is an opportunity to try again. And I want to take that quote and I want to apply it to a year because 2022 was a year that I didn't expect. 2022 has been one of my most favorite years of my life. In a lot of ways, both personally and professionally, I think, man, I don't know if it can get any better than that. I don't know how I'm going to become any better of a teacher. I don't know how I'm going to have an even more successful business. I don't know how I'm going to be an even better daughter or sister or significant other or friend. Because in so many ways, I crushed it this year and it kind of caught me off guard. But then I want to take that point one. That last bit of momentum of this year. And I want to use it for next year. Because what if the saying was, may the best year of your life be the worst year of your future? What if 2023 actually can be better? Maybe not every single minute. Maybe not every single lesson. Maybe not every single interaction with your principal. But on a whole, what if 2023 was even better than this year? Would that give you the momentum for you to believe that you are achieving great things in education? If 2023 was better than 2022, would that give you the momentum to want to stick around in this profession? Would that give you the drive to reach for even more and teach more lessons and try new things and step outside of your comfort zone? I think it would. I hope that this half marathon analogy has given you the opportunity to run your own race to run the race that is set before you. Maybe that's literally, maybe that's figuratively. We are all on a really unique individualized journey, but there is one thing that unites us. If you are listening to this podcast, the thing that unites us is we are all living this teacher life. And I am cheering you on and I am supporting you and I am saying you've got this, friends. 
If you have loved this podcast series, just this two-part series to end out 2022 with me, please send me a DM, shoot me a direct message or an email. I want to connect with you on a personal level, and I personally want to cheer you on as we approach this next 365 days of awesome. I love doing life with you because I do feel connected to you because we truly are united as fellow educators. I want to thank you for crushing it in 2022. I want to wish you an awesome 2023. And I want to thank you so much for living this teacher life.